Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Doesn't surprise me, but we need to have a sit-down with the CEO of, of who operates the Waterloo International Airport because they've clearly got a plan. They're sticking to it, kind of their the comeback from COVID-19. Holy! They've, uh, well, they've, they've added in on top of uh, some big-name carriers, some regional carriers, ultra-low-cost carriers, and another ultra-low-cost carrier. So Canada Jetlines... They actually touched down this past weekend in that uh, beautiful spot in Breslau. Boom, there it is. Uh, brand new plane, by the way, that just got painted in uh, Shannon, Shannon, Ireland. And they had to fly it back Ooh. over. It's uh, it's tricolor. It's got blue, red, and white on it. But Canada Jetlines, they're excited. So um, there's a couple things that, that remain before they can become official. But it's kind of like they got a good understanding from the government of meet these, you know, the, this following criteria and you're going to get your air operator certificate from Transport Canada and then you can start going through and selling flights which will happen soon. So uh, you might, if you drive near it, that, the airport you might see that plane. They're doing a few test flights here and there, but otherwise they're ready to go. They want to take us to the southern US, to the sunshine, to Mexico, the Caribbean. I'm giving you another option. You mentioned this earlier in the show, Laura, and we touched on it in that 6 o'clock hour of just all of those, and notably from Gray, Bruce, and in smaller centers that, you know what, Pearson, not an ideal start to a vacation they want. Yeah, no, so for some people, driving down the 401 is just not worth it. They'd rather avoid it altogether. Mm-hmm. This is going to open up travel to some people who never thought they'd leave the farm. <laughs> well, and the, the, if you want to seek smaller air, airports, you're driving into various spots into to Michigan to fly Allegiant yeah, Airlines yeah. out of Flint. Uh, there's a spot just south of Montreal, uh, Augsburg, New York which is a former military base. So there's only four gates and a massively long airstrip to uh, to land airplanes in. So the fact that we only have to drive, I mean, for some, if we're at London, we're 45 minutes. If we can't find a flight here, yeah. but one in a Waterloo region that works yeah. for you. I When I lived in Toronto and ever got asked if I could either pick somebody up or drop them off at the airport, that was a hard no. And I, <laughs> I've had difficulty breaking that because the odd time, even in London, our friend Jay, he's needed to go to the airport. And at first I'm like, no, I can't. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's yeah. no problem. <laughs> like on an international, no problem. The drop-off is uh, takes you uh, the same amount of effort and distance to drive a roundabout, basically. Yeah, you hit the golf course right next door. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just super pumped. We are so excited for the options and offerings. The The timeline is it's it's still a little cloudy. Pardon the whole... Uh, plane reference in that in that, <laughs> but the, the the goal is no later than June they'll be up in the air. But they're going to in the next few weeks they'll be opening up uh, tickets, so you'll be able to go and, and make that booking. I mean, again, I'm telling you, like imagine this late night. You, let's say you're at the pub, either in London or Waterloo Region. Could you imagine your drunk purchase being a ticket for the next day? Whoops, sorry, see you in a week. Bye. <laughs> Not the worst thing you've done in the yeah. last couple of years, really. Yeah, <laughs> the best mistake to make right yeah. now. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. If there's no doctor in the house, Amazon's Alexa will soon be able to summon no. one for you. Okay, oh, okay, okay. okay. Let, let me get through it, and then you both can, like, thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. So they've started a voice-activated virtual pro- care program, pardon me, that lets customers get medical help without picking up your phone. You can be at your house. And and for emergent for health issues that aren't emergencies, the service will be available around the clock with Amazon's Echo devices. So whatever you have that in or on, it can assist you. You tell the voice assistant Alexa that you want to talk to a doctor, and that will prompt a callback on the device from a physician. 
So they are, they've done this in various spots of planet Earth. America, obviously, is their big market because it's just a ton of cash available mm-hmm. uh, with it being a private system. However, they're already working in, in the UK right now with the, the, with the NHS. Yeah, Alexa works with them. You can help answer medical questions. You could be in your hospital room and ask a question like something's going on, this and that, and Alexa will give you a response. Okay, so I would like the opinion of a professional rather than my own because that's the concern is WebMD is easy enough to get to right now. Yeah. You don't want Alexa just tuning into that. Be like, Alexa, my finger's sore. What? It's cancer. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. It's too easy. because, And I mean... But it's the same as anything. It's it, There are so many options of what it could be. Generally, when you speak to a human being, they have some, you know, it could be an educated guess even yeah, as a doctor. It, yeah. It's like, it could be one of the next 45 things. A hundred percent. This is just words, algorithms, and it gets tripped <laughs> up and just goes down this path. You're right. Oh, you've got finger cancer. I didn't know that was real. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'll tell you this. So I hurt my back on Friday, right? And I was Googling like, oh, why do I keep hurting my lower back? And like... Not even that far into Google, it was, oh, you have a female-specific spine disease, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like it, and that's no. likely not the case. <laughs> well, hold on, let me... Alexa, oh, you've got scoliosis, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that so, I probably have, <laughs> let's be real. But Amazon, this doesn't surprise anybody in, that, in the healthcare field. Amazon already dispenses in the U.S., uh, they're basically a giant pharmacy. They've got the Amazon Care program, which they launched, I think it was 2019. That is massive. They're just, they're trying to, shocker, pile up more cash. Mm-hmm. So we're, I love the angle of Jeff Bezos cares more about Amazon customers than any... Is that what he said? Make more money off you if you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, he wants to make sure. What what did he call his workers again? Um, industrial athletes. athletes. Yeah. He just Ooh. wants to put one of those in every employee's home and be like, just want to make sure you're getting your daily step count in on your days off. <laughs> you want to get weak. So the calls are, are audio only. Again, it doesn't surprise us. Even here in Canada, depending on your doctor, some of them were comfortable doing video chats with you during the pandemic, right? So you could still get that appointment in. The next pitch for, um, for Amazon. Amazon's Alexa and the voice-activated doctor program is OHIP. It's on the list. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, okay, so you've heard all the info. Is this a thumbs up, thumbs down? Think of it. You hurt your ankle. You don't want to try to get in the car or get an Uber. Huh? No? no. It's a thumb sideways for me. Again, I did look for a like telehealth phone number, signed up yep. all the stuff. They found out you still got to pay for it. It's like 70 bucks. Uh, Not doing it. Alexis Mm -mm. snapping on that old rubber glove. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Today, uh, a day we were all looking forward to. Another step to getting closer to uh, life in a way with getting back to normal. We'll throw an asterisk up there still, obviously. So with some provincial reopenings. The conversation already with, okay, so COVID numbers down and things opening up. Is there a possibility that before the end of the school year, maybe, just maybe, we could sneak in a field trip for the kids? The last two school years, it's it's, it's been tough. You're, you're Zooming, you're not connecting, recesses are gone and taken away. They've tried their best, but it's it, it has not been fun. I've heard from someone in grade 8 that since schools weren't, parents took it upon themselves to organize. Yep. But the issue was... It was like a three-night thing. The kids had to fundraise like 600 and some dollars. Like it was an outrageous per amount of per kid. Oof. Because there's no school funding on that, right? So yeah. it's everybody's yeah. paying for Ooh, that's tough. Part. And that's the whole point uh, of a school trip. For the most part, they try to make it in- in- inclusive as possible. Get every kid in that for class sure. yeah. on that bus to yeah. go enjoy. 
<laughs> I was having a conversation with a teacher friend and going, hey, uh, so what do you what, what do you think are some good ideas for field trips? Like, what do I know about field trips? Like, <laughs> I didn't grow up in this area, so I didn't have the luxury of some real cool, like Toronto is often a go-to. And, and pre-COVID, it's like, oh, we're going to make a trek across the border and go somewhere in Michigan and just have a wonderful time. Can I go down the list of the places that I went and did field trips with? <clears throat> Blue Water Outdoor Education Center in Wyerton was probably the highlight. You know, getting up to nature with their cool portable classrooms and then you, the bunkhouses so you could stay overnight. Like, that was a time. Um, Smith's Maple Bush and Junkyard. So there, <laughs> there was the Maple Bush, but there were about 18 cars all in various pieces and parts. So you got to learn about maple syrup and how that all happened. We'd go out to the bush. And then walk around and see all the lines, the taps, and then go back to where they're boiling it out. And then, what's that over there? That's my junkyard. What's that all about? Well, cars I fix or I keep because maybe I'll fix down the line. And then that, because one of the dads worked at McClellan's Gas Bar and Auto Center, we got to see how oil changes happen. Hey, that's (laughs) exciting. Pretty neat. Hey, you never know when you got to check your oil levels. Go for a little change. Maybe, did they give you the air filter speech, too? No, no, no. Do you know how dusty it is? <laughs> the thing is, we're in grade five and six. Like, how many years away from your license are you in grade five or six? No kidding. You're like, you're like five or six years away. It's a big piece of machinery, unless it's going to transform. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super interested. <laughs> uh, Laura, our backstage, Ben, any suggestions for field trips that we could toss over kids here? Um, well, I can tell you my grade eight grad trip we did get to go to Toronto. We went to a Blue Jays game, which was very cool. Fun. And then, despite being in Toronto, we skipped over Wonderland and went what? straight to Kitchener's very own sports world. Oh, Grade wow. eights hanging out at Turtle Pond was not the vibe. <laughs> now, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't leave this one. The Grade 8 grad trip. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a big one for, for, for all. And in years past, even when my kiddos schooled, they did nothing thanks to COVID. We got to go to Ottawa and enjoy all the... Yeah. And we got to stay. We stayed at Carleton. And the and the university students had left. So we got to sleep on, on the used mattresses in the yeah. dorm rooms. <laughs> yeah. We were so Gross. pumped. We're like, look, we got a fridge in our bedroom. <laughs> Little did we know. Little did we know. We did a week for grade eight. We did a week at Camp Towingo, which is... <laughs> It's up there. Like, it's it's just outside of Algonquin, so it's a ways. Yeah, it's a Especially when we're coming from Chatham, yeah. yeah. Um, it was in the winter, so that's the last time I skied. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did some snowshoeing. Fun. Always a great yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. We snuck cool. into the cabins uh, on the other side of the camp overnight. Sure you, sure you did. <laughs> See, that's the adventures. Those are the memories. Look yeah. at you now talking about it now. So what can we help the kids out with? It's Maybe there's a spot that you went to in grade 7 or 8 or into high school as a field trip. That'd be a good suggestion because I would love to come back to my teacher friend with a bit of a list to see, sure, where, the, yeah. see where this goes. Yeah. And already some great comments about plans uh, that are underway. one 1053 Come on, let's lean in. Go back to your own childhood. Even if you don't have kids to t- uh, today, let's add to that list. It's got to it. be at least a fond memory. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Reminiscing about school trips, grade school, and even into high school, too, is, well, it appears some schools and school boards, they're already back on board going, yep, let's do this. Uh, text, and shoot, it just kind of snuck down on me. But base, someone 
someone's kids are already, they're set to go skating soon as their first kind of field trip. Oh, oh the kids are going nice. on a field trip Friday. It's skating, but we filled out the uh, field trip form. Yay. Absolutely. So good. Oh, so man, lucky. Feels nice. And yep. for some of those kids, that may be the first time they ever try skating. And then the next thing you know, they fall in love with it and, and they're off to figure skating, ring at hockey, whatever the case may be. So, so phenomenal experience. Grade 8 grad trip to a lot, uh, for a lot, Science Center, and then off to see a play like The Lion King, Phantom of the Opera. That was a big early 2000s setup in Toronto. So. Yeah, Mamma Mia, <laughs> the amount of people that would go see Mamma Mia with their moms. You're like, oh my gosh, girl's trip. Uh, someone on the show cute. actually had probably the best time at medieval times. Oh, yeah. Grade four. It was a medieval theme. We took the bus to Toronto for medieval times. I got to be the king. <laughs> really? Yeah, I had a fun Do you, hat. Are there pictures? There are pictures. Be... Oh, oh there are pictures. Oh. You got to talk to mom. Can you get Carolyn to send some down the I line? will definitely do that, yeah. <laughs> I was looking pretty pimping, I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> we need to update the show. It's uh, Jeff, Laura, and your highness. <laughs> uh, we've got, oh, how about this? Quebec City in grade eight. That's an adventure. That would be an adventure. I got- that was one in my school where you could, you'd have to raise the money yourself and you'd right. essentially go. That is a trip that I regret not going on because it did seem like a pile of fun. Yeah. some It was kind of like there was the general tier for, okay, we have enough funds and the school money to get everybody off to this. But there's one, and we're seeing a lot of European trips uh, yeah, for so many crazy. students. That was the old, all right, you want to level up, you got to be selling yourself some chocolate-covered almonds. I mean, good luck now with nut allergies in schools. What are you going to oh, sell? Yeah. If it makes you feel better, though, so in my high school, because all I did was take art as my electives, there was an art history trip to Europe that 100% I do not regret not going on. I am so happy I did Europe my own way in my mid-20s. That is the way to go. I don't know. There's one that talks about being in the French club here in Grade 9. It said... uh, the teacher was hoping uh, for a plan, uh, trip just to France. We ended up actually going to both France and Germany. But the big one, the memory that stands out, downtown Paris, a smart 16-year-old able to drink, peed his pants in the cab on the way back to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Yeah. station. Virgin Radio. And uh, predicament that's, well, y- you kind of had sorted out, but then it... All because of a keypad, things fell apart in regards to a surprise slash sneaky birthday gift. It's a bit of a struggle bus, so I gotta say, the beautiful Brazilian cyber cop makes it very hard to do anything. <laughs> anything, really. Seriously. You cannot figure out what to buy this man because he is the person that will just go and buy things for himself while also almost never asking for anything. He's not really a stuffed guy, so the few things he wants... You just see it at the door. You know, orders it on Amazon. He gets stuff done. Continues on with his life. So I finally found something. His birthday's on Saturday. I found something. He, I, I think it'll be a surprise. <laughs> something that you could only order on Amazon. Okay. The issue is, is that you cannot get anything delivered to our house without him knowing. The beautiful Brazilian cyber cop has two security cameras set up inside our house. How many enemies that, do you have? Yeah. <laughs> I know. He sounds like a Tinder swindler. <laughs> and he gets a notification on his phone every time that sensor goes off. So I'm telling you, he has like live bunny footage when they're hopping on our front porch. But also anytime something happens, boop, boop, his phone lights up and he watches every single one of them. Oh, yeah. 
But, I mean, it's in a box, right? Like, he knows it's being delivered. Can he... And his birthday's forthcoming. Yeah. It's a dot connector, I hope. No, so I had to go and get his present mailed to the address that I'm currently at because, you know, Virgin Radio KW, because of this predicament. And the issue is, is the box is not one of those hidden boxes. It flat out says, this is a gift, mail it somewhere else. So that's what I did. But the issue is here... There's a whole other set of security measures to get in through. We got pin pads. We got all these things with our, you know, pandemic situation still playing out. Not quite a full building like it used to be. Somebody couldn't just pop down by the door and be like, hello, Mm -hmm. I heard you have a birthday gift. This makes things very hard. And I don't know why it always seems to be the person that's already hard to buy for in the first place also makes it equally hard to hide those presents. Yep. Can't confirm. So it's what's, a double whammy. What's the move then? What's how do you prevent the? Uh, I mean, the disappointment really only lies with you because it's like you, to keep it a surprise. You're going to have to do the old-fashioned, physically going and purchasing something, and then bringing it home and hiding it like OG, like 2002. Wow, is the hard part. And sometimes because I'm a chaotic person, sometimes <laughs> the chaos that I bring with me everywhere I go in the form of lots of mess. Normally, sometimes that can be a good hiding spot because it's almost so messy. You don't even want to bother trying to go through that. However, if you need to find something, then you literally need to tear apart the whole room. That's the issue. Does it go very perfect or very not? But maybe just for this, this, this birthday, like a present scenario, that's the one thing that you keep organized. You make a note in your phone where you've, where you've put it and you hide it under the mess. It's that whole hide in plain sight. Good move. Set up, huh? Or mm. neighbor Barry. I bet you he's got a tidy little spot in a oh. closet somewhere. Neighbor Barry. The issue is, is I might hurt my back again going through his shed. I know that's a mess too. <laughs> <laughs> Could hide it under one of the nine lawnmowers he's got in there. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. That would be the only way to safeguard it at this point. <laughs> You've got troubles that I don't want, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. I got to be honest with you. I'm trying to find the audio of this in a way that I can play it for you on the radio and not get fired. However, (laughs) I will have to do some bleeping beforehand. (laughs) Jamie Foxx is on the Full Send podcast. And this is funny. Somehow, they ended up talking about Wasega Beach. (laughs) <laughs> and Jamie Foxx has revealed that he got dumped overtaking his girlfriend at the time in Wasaga. He <laughs> was in Toronto, forgot about his girlfriend's birthday, and she was in LA. And his friend was like, Well, what are you gonna what are you gonna do? You're you're stuck in Ontario. Take her to Wasaga Beach. It's beautiful. She dumped him. <laughs> uh, on the podcast, uh, I can't use the same words that Jamie Foxx used. However, he did quite insinuate that Wasaga Beach quite ugly compared to LA. I would, uh, I would, it's not what it used to be. It was something like, I ain't with this. This isn't Malibu. Or this doesn't look like Malibu or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And my experience in Wasaga Beach this past summer, I just will say, a lot of flies. Very painful. Yeah. Wow, that was Grand Bend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they're the same to me then, obviously. <laughs> Wasaga, a lot of neon, a lot of Honda Civics, a lot of loud yeah. mufflers. That's and, true. Yeah, yeah, a lot of car rallies there. There was always, there. always yeah. a ruckus in my three or four years living in around Barrie and area. Yeah. We'd try to go to Wasaga Beach, but yeah, 
tough one. Well, see, there you go. Maybe it's just out of my league. That's the issue. I'm, <laughs> I'm a fly beach kind of gal. <laughs> uh, this is so cute. Angus Cloud from Euphoria. I'm actually uh, not going to spoil anything from the season finale. However, you should have watched it by now. I'm just saying. Anyway, Angus Cloud, a.k.a. Fezco from Euphoria, has he's he is going to be an A-lister very soon. I think everybody on that cast right now, they're just kind of bubbling. They're going up. Mm-hmm. I think Zendaya's already there, but the rest of them, oh, they're on the list. They're getting into any club they want. And Angus Cloud was talking about how he, you know, he, he was invited to New York Fashion Week, said he was backstage. And you know what? He was hungry. He said, I would just walk around hungry and I'd see some snacks and stuff. Then they were like, hey, that's Meg the Stallion sandwich. And he said, oh, my bad. But she ain't going to eat all of these. <laughs> and then pointed to all the food that was on display. I love it. That uh, is amazing. If you watch the show, you can just hear it in his voice, and it just makes it that much more adorable and, and <laughs> nice, and and all of that. It's such a such a great season finale. By the way, I encourage you to watch it if you get a chance. And the Tinder swindler, he is getting sued by the real Leviev family, like actual Leviev diamonds. Um, the family not too happy about him using their name to be a complete fraud. Shocker! So that lawsuit is one that's going to be bubbling up. I wonder if his cameo money will. Uh, Help him out with that. It will barely cover the the watch that he wears. Like, good attempt. He's trying to stay relevant and extend it to, to hopefully, you know, that links to something else. But. Give him 16 minutes of fame <laughs> rather than just the 15. Yeah. I want to know what how your reputation as the Hollywood agency he signed on with, too. How is that going to affect their reputation signing on with somebody like that as well? I'm curious. Tough Do you one. just become the like the skeezy Hollywood agency? You know, like I'm thinking like if Call Saul was a Hollywood agent. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe I get. I don't like if it. If you're looking for one, I feel like that's the way to go. If you want to do like shoddy influencer-like activities, that's the agency to be with. Just look them up. But there's a- every industry has one of those like, oh, okay, maybe I'll start there or on the way down. That's the last place you can sign Oh, oh yeah. Every yeah. for people who aren't in the know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're with them. Okay. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. Joni, uh, she's got us on the line. Uh, Laura, you can't hear because you're based out of Waterloo, so we're off the air in, in London chatting. So Jody has the joy of renovations, but had to head back home real quick because she has a little leak. Eek. Uh-oh. It happens. There's always, you know, a, a screw that needs tightened, uh, a washer, something that needs di- I'm sure things look beautiful, and it'll be all sorted out real soon, Jody. Well, right now I don't have a kitchen, so it's okay. <laughs> well, then how handy is a $50 yeah. McDonald's gift card? Wow, yeah, perfect. hey-o. <laughs> so you've got that just for getting in the line with us, so we'll, we'll park that until the game wraps up. Um, now, Jody also, she handles numbers and money. She's in the payroll department, Laura. Is there any math numbers-related trivia today? Actually, this is Jody's day. Oh, yeah. Woo! Oh, God. Okay. It's going to be real funny once you hear Uh-oh. the first question. This is actually really ironic. Okay. Fun. And I don't have my calculator, Betty. so I might be in trouble. <laughs> I would, if, if Ben has to do it off the top of his head, I'm sure there's a, a level playing field here. <laughs> oh, he's Benny just yelled, what, math? No, she definitely has the advantage. Okay, so Benny is to partner. We'll hand it over to our question master. Okay, Jody, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? I'll try. Okay, first question. This one is the one for you. Uh, what Canadian bill does Queen Elizabeth II appear on? Oh, God. <sighs> 
I don't know. Um, $20 bill? That's correct. Yay. See, there you go. All right, second question. What type of energy means to move in Greek? Uh, this is a hard one. Any any guesses, Jody? What type of energy? Yep. What Uh-oh. type of energy means what? to move in Greek? Inertia? That is incorrect. I was looking for kinetic. Kinetic energy. Get it? Move things with your mind. Woohoo. Oh. Maybe not with your mind. That's that might not be in the science <laughs> textbooks. That might be in my X-Men something something. Okay. Third and final question. What was the popular 2000s clothing brand owned by Kimora Lee Simmons? Oh god. <sighs> that brand where they used to wear their name on their butt? Uh, it could be one of them. Probably was at some point. Any guesses? I don't know. I don't know. Lucky. Uh, that's a good <laughs> guess, actually. Very 2000s-esque, isn't it? However, I was looking for baby fat. And oh, I do yeah. feel like they, you could probably find some baby fat on the butt. <laughs> Track bands, yep. just like Juicy Couture. Oh, it worked. Yes, you had four letters and four letters. Yep. Is that still a thing? <gasps> They've got it, a website. It's coming back now. It's Come coming back on. now. And baby fat has always been popping off. They've just, but everybody's into Y2K now. So yeah, yeah. it's all coming back. Well, if you sign up for the newsletter, you get fifteen percent off your first order. I just looked. <laughs> oh my gosh! Calm down. <laughs> deals, deals, deals. <laughs> okay, so you scored uh, well. You're on the board. You got that single point. Let's see. Yeah, I got one. Hey. Hey, let's try to lock this up with a tie. We'll bring him back in. Bennett! Let's, uh... Well, again, $50 McDonald's gift card, regardless of the outcome. Backstage Ben, Jody scored one out of a possible three points. All right. Would you like to trash talk Mr. Backstage Ben? No, because I've listened to him every single morning, and I'm hoping he gets them wrong. Ooh. Oh, that's kind of half. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what? That still works, counts. Yeah. You can put it out to the universe. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a trash talker. <laughs> uh, All right. Okay, Benny, first question. What Canadian bill does Queen Elizabeth II appear on? The 20. That is correct. That was your math money question. It's out of the way Oh, now. thank goodness. But it's a thinker, man, because <laughs> yeah. the amount of tap or debit we all use or credit card. Yep. Like, I, I finally have a $20 bill in my wallet. It's probably the first time in six months. I got record money in my wallet, so oh. I, I could have even looked. Well, it'll I'm that level soon. of psycho. I'll just crumple it and put it right in my pocket. Oh, my Lord. Even fold it. Oh, chaos. chaos, even in your pocket. <laughs> chaos, <yeah. laughs> chaos in my pocket. Chaos. Okay, anyway. Uh, what type of energy means to move in Greek? Kinetic. That is oh correct. Oh, amazing. Get out of here. It's funny to watch them. Uh, Jody, I don't know if you're a pet owner, but if you've, even if not, you've watched a dog while their human is talking to them and they tilt their head. That's exactly uh-huh. what Benny did while he was thinking. I need to get it in the right part of my brain. I need to shake it around. Yeah. Like those marbles in the hole? Yeah. <laughs> okay, third and final question. What was the popular 2000s clothing brand owned by Kimora Lee Simmons? Uh, 
<laughs> There's that dog face again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Von Dutch. Incorrect. I was looking for baby fat. Oh, PH. yes. Which yes. is back. I'm looking at the website. Baby fat's back, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, baby it's fat's fat back. back, too? Oh, yeah. I forgot there was a lot of fats. Yeah. Fat farm. Well, mm-hmm. we'll check up on fat farm for another day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, 2 1 lost, Jody. So, by the looks of it, that, that's not bad. That's the, you, you didn't get it. Wasn't no, a, I'll take that. It wasn't a 3 nothing clobbering. So. You've got a point on the board. You go down to the record books, and you have a $50 McDonald's gift card to hopefully, you know, cover off at least uh, a meal or a snack or two uh, while the renovations continue. What's the timeline? Like, how long until it's all done? Uh, 12 weeks. Oh, okay. We'll see yeah. how far you can stretch out that $50 yeah. GC. <laughs> you can A fry every day. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you hang on. We'll get you all signed up, and uh, we'd love to see photos when you're all done. And if you're playing along at home, when you're on socials, hashtag BeatBackstageBen. Make sure you throw your score up out of those three points. What did you do today? We'll give you a chance, just like Jody, tomorrow at around 8.35 to try your luck to see if you can beat Backstage Ben. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio.